to Forge Fireside. Forge is finding opportunities and resources to grow entrepreneurs. Today, we dive into the remarkable journey of Scott Cohen and Blake Johnson, University of Arizona alumni and the co-founders of Byte, one of the greatest direct-to-consumer startup success stories of the century. Byte soared to a billion-dollar deal in just two years without taking any venture capital along the way. I spoke with Scott and Blake back in 2022 on our program and caught up with them recently to hear about their newest projects and ventures. Scott told us a little about what they are working on now. How do we help the masses live longer, more sustainable, healthier lives, and really look at it from a variety of areas of your genetic makeup, your biometric makeup, and then the time that you have to invest in this and your goals and objectives, and we're bringing that all into a solution that is a cost of a cell phone bill. Blake shared with us an insightful take on how to tell when a business is on the right track. And I think this is so valuable for today's entrepreneurs. It's a constant battle on, on the 1%. And so we have this kind of philosophical belief that you really have to pay attention at the beginning because if you're 1% off of, you know, directionally off your target, it's almost indetectable, you know, in the first month or the first year. But as things, you know, as time goes on, that 1% can be wildly off the mark. And so it's, it's a constant battle. You know, every day I wake up thinking and convinced we're 1% off. So I don't, I don't, even after we sell a company, I think this is the only time I'm like, maybe, maybe we were on, maybe. But, you know, are we on or not on this one? Yes and no. You know, it, I, I think there's always room for improvement. I think there's a constant fear and paranoia of, you know, misstepping. One of the things we frequently hear from founders is that learning from failure is an integral part of the process of being an entrepreneur. Part of our student programs at Forge include the FLOP series, which are lessons on failure and resiliency from successful entrepreneurs. The intention is to help students not be afraid of failure as a potential outcome. Here's Blake with his take. We, we have this conversation with amongst ourselves and with our kids all the time is you got to be very comfortable with failing. If you're not failing, you're doing something wrong. Mm. And so getting the idea in your head that it's, you know, failure is actually doing something right, you know, is, is something counterintuitive, but it a is. big topic in, in our households with, with yeah. between ourselves and our kids. It's a, it's a, and it's good to hear that Forge is doing that because then in the day it's then what are you learning from those failures? So what's, what are your takeaways to allow you to pivot? You know, most companies, what, what day one was on a napkin isn't what people read about in the press years later. It, it evolves through pivots, you know, big pivots, small pivots, but every day there's gonna be micro wins and micro losses, and it's how to minimize those losses and learn from what's not working. Obviously, it's important to understand that Fear, uncertainty, and doubt is a normal psyche that we all go through. Right. But what's your worst case scenario? And get comfortable with that. Get comfortable with failure. Because if you the worst fast case and learn from that, you'll be okay. At Forge, we know that it can be a real challenge for entrepreneurs to jump fully into something new because of naysayers. Blake gave his thoughts on embracing that challenge and proceeding anyway. When you are an entrepreneur or actually getting involved in anything, there's gonna be a gazillion reasons why people say it won't work or it might not be the right thing for you. And it's really important to understand that people jump on the bandwagon when things are going right, but 
But when you tell them about what you're doing and you haven't done something before, and you're a young student, especially without the experience, you're going to hear from everyone about all the reasons why it's not going to work or why you shouldn't do something. You need to follow your passion. You need to follow your belief and have conviction and confidence in yourself and block out the noise. You know, we wouldn't have started any of our businesses if collectively and independently, if we would have listened to others around us. I asked Scott and Blake, is there such a thing as the perfect moment to start? There's going to be good times from a macroeconomic perspective. There's going to be bad times. And these are cycles as you go through life of, you know, it's just the natural evolution. If you look back at the last hundred years, you can point to several points of great times and several points of really bad times in the macroeconomic environment. The reality is that shouldn't impact how you approach your day-to-day and what you do. You know, we like to say the best time to start something is in the worst of times. Get comfortable with that. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. I asked Scott some of the things that he felt set him and other students up for success. When we think about that, it's, it's primarily focused in being patient and looking at it in stages. When you're coming out of school and putting yourself in an environment where you can learn something and a broad skill set, but one that's applicable to most industries. I mean, business in particular, which we tend to focus on, the rules of engagement and the fundamentals are very consistent amongst industries. What makes one company strong in one industry very similar to a multitude of different industries. If you look at it that way, and we're coaching, if you will, the students coming out, it's to put yourself in a place where you're understanding what the mm-hmm. fundamentals are. And then, you know, after that, really taking that, those core learnings and solving problems and creating value. I think if you can create value and solve problems in life, you're going to always be valuable. And life typically, <laughs> typically rewards you for that, combined with persistence and hard work. And we just say, keep shoveling. You know, when you get knocked down and talk about failure, you know, get back up and keep going. You know, those, those kind of human characteristic traits tend to be very highly rewarded in the long run. Both Scott and Blake have been incredibly active in the philanthropy space. Blake was recently named Philanthropist of the Year for 2023 by the Los Angeles Business Journal Nonprofit and Corporate Citizenship Awards. Scott was honored as one of the top leaders by United Way for impacting underserved communities. I asked them to share why this kind of philanthropy is so important to them and how it makes a difference. Yeah, that was a neat surprise. I walked into a room of a few thousand people completely unprepared. <laughs> I wish they would have tipped me off because I had to give a, you know Oscar-style speech at the end, and I wrote it on my way up, zigzagging through the tables. So, <laughs> But that was, that was nice to be recognized and something that you know, we, we are constantly focused on and, and trying to you know, make our efforts compounded you know, in, in the community. No, that's wonderful. And I, I know you're also very active, Scott, in, in philanthropy and giving back. And, and we always talk about time, talent, treasure, right? And you, you don't have to only pick one. You, you can do different things. So, you know, what are some of the things that, that you're doing in terms of your time, talent these days? My wife, Ashley, who is also a graduate of University of Arizona, who I got lucky enough to meet before I graduated and eventually Got uh, her to move from girlfriend to wife, but now have a family. And we created Ashley and Scott Cohen Foundation and to impact those areas where we can. And proud to say we were honored recently in the United Way, the largest nonprofit in the world in Los Angeles, for being one of the top 100 
leaders in the United Way, and that was in terms of impacting the underserved communities and you know those that are less fortunate. How do we make a difference? And I think what Blake said it really well, just to compliment it. When you think about philanthropy and the alumni that come out of here, it's just getting started about, and I'd say, take it just a step further, do, do things that you're passionate about. And actually, philanthropy should be, in my opinion, a little bit selfish, meaning hmm. you, should feel, you should feel great about it. You know, they, the, the cliche, I think, of giving is better than getting, it's really true. You know, it may take a couple years to realize that, but if you are passionate about something you can make a difference in, and whether you know the, the areas that I'm focused on may not be areas that someone else it, it has the passion for, but whatever those areas are, you know, just lean in a little bit, and I think you'll find that giving is better than getting. After students, you you become alums. I hear from a lot of alums on a regular basis who say, I want to get involved, I want to give back. What would you advise the, those alums that are listening in, Blake? Just get started. It doesn't need to be big or grandiose or anything. And you can grow into it. And I think taking the small steps at the beginning, just figuring out something to do where you give you know, your time, Money, money is the easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's really the time and trying to figure out how to alter somebody's path and get them to a better place. Scott and Blake really hit on culture, talent, and purpose. I was curious to hear how they found people to work with that were in alignment on those areas and the difference that it made for their business. And I, we felt that is, you know, if you do that and make everybody, you know, feel like they're part of the team and equal and is an owner and we're kind of notorious in our organizations. There's no titles mm. per se. I don't think I've ever had a title. I can't point to Scott ever having a, a specific title. Maybe janitor on a few. Yeah. We're, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'd fix some IT servers once in a while. But it, it's it's one of these things that, you know, when when you kind of align interest and in, in, in spell out specifically the path. It's not always going to be easy. You're going to get kicked in the teeth a few times and, and diverted off course. But as long as everybody's clear on what their role is and how they're supposed to function within this, it, we found it to be extremely effective and thus build very strong cultures and where people you know, will, will come back time and time again to work with you. And I think that in, in these later companies, in the later stages, has been one thing that I've quietly paid the most attention to is everybody's coming back mm. with a big smile and believing. And, and that, that's been something I kind of just unemotionally said, we're doing that right. My last question for Scott and Blake was what they believe to be the single most critical thing for every entrepreneur to possess. We always say grit is the most important thing. Mm. You know, there's a lot of people with great IQ, and you know, could have all the perfect resume and everything could feel great on paper. And by the way, you may have the best product, may have the best market opportunity for it, but it comes down at the end of the day to the individual. Do they have the grit to fight through? Because it's gonna be hard. You know, life is hard, personally, professionally. You know, there's 24 hours in a day. What's your mindset in that day? You know, is the glass half full, glass half empty? Are you willing to fight through it or not? And I think if you have that grit, you can build a great culture. And when people are aligned in terms of what is the mission, what, what, where are we trying to go and what are our values? If we're very clear about our, your values, 
your, your moral compass, your mission of what you're trying to accomplish, then if you have the grit and that teamwork that Blake talks about, the team can do magical things. That brings us to the end of our insightful journey with Bytes founders, Scott Cohen and Blake Johnson. Be sure to stay tuned for upcoming episodes from Forge about cultivating entrepreneurial mindset. I'm Brian Ellerman. Thank you.